Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Sorry about that. I'm using a... my, I already broke my equipment because I'm super unorganized. <laughs> so I'm here using Ruben's equipment because he has his own podcast. So I'm interviewing him because he's interviewed me, so he deserves to be interviewed now. Basically what he's saying is <laughs> I'm more organized. He's more organized. <laughs> yeah. Which so, is not – which is bad. <laughs> right? But anyway, so we were going through – he talked about he's just gotten this other car accident. Now they're telling him you can't do hair. Right. So there, yes. Yeah, so I've had the car accident. They've told me that I no longer, I, I will not be able to do hair full time anymore. Um, and we'll just have to see when that happens. They didn't tell me when, but eventually this is going to be, you're going to have to start looking into another profession. So um, I'm in the salon for about, we're talking about maybe about five years in after the car accident. Um, and cause Granted, the car accident happened about three years after I finished school. Okay. And beauty school, people <laughs> think that that thing is cheap. It cost me seventeen thousand dollars. So it's pretty expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> how long? How long was it? Three? No. What? It well, beauty school is only a year. So it's a year, but it's it was seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. They make sure and get you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get you. They know what they're doing. <laughs> so. Um, it's at this point, so I'm in the salon now and I've been working all day. I've started about my first client, I believe it was right around like eight o'clock in the morning and I'm working all day. And just as you were asking, yes, all beauty salon, all most black barbershops and beauty salons are just all the yeah. way live all the time. We got different people coming in there. There's, we done ordered some food or something like that. You got extensions, yeah. relaxes and perms. Going. <laughs> it's just a lot of different things going on. <laughs> yeah. It just looks like a blast. It's it is. Like it's a lot. It, it's and... a lot of fun. We have, we have a lot of jokes that be going on. Yeah. Here. Um, so there we're, it's about three or four o'clock in the day and I'm working on a client and I start to feel my back bothering me a little bit and i can always tell when my back is starting to really bother me because i will it'll swell yeah on the bottom of my back and i'll just start to retain fluid like right at the bottom okay of so you can like see it i can i can see it i can definitely feel it yeah um so and where my back injury is it's at the bottom of my back so essentially what it what they how they explain it is i have a reverse scoliosis so usually traditionally when you have scoliosis the top of your spine is a little hunched over yeah whereas mine is Just the that. middle of my spine is inverted more into in, oh, more okay. and which essentially makes my tailbone stick out which made my ass look bigger than it actually is that was a perk <laughs> <laughs> I was a perk to this cox. <laughs> <laughs> Some people get surgery to look like this. Now, right. right. I got you, go. Kim. This is all natural. Just get in the car accident. It'll work. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so um, I start to notice that my back is bothering me a little bit. And I'm finishing up this client. And then I have another one that's coming in. And I'm starting on this other client. And I drop um, a comb. And I bend down to pick it up. And I am stuck. Ooh. I cannot come back up. Um, they have, I have to, they were walking back, we're back to the back of the salon. So this way they can kind of try and get me to lay down or something like that just to kind of ease my back. And eventually it did, but it was at that point that I realized, okay, this is definitely real. 
It's, yeah. I actually really cannot overcome this particular obstacle. You were stuck. Like it was. Yeah, I was stuck. I mean, I, I, I was stuck for about 30 minutes. Yeah. So it wasn't super, super long, but it was enough for me. During that 30 minutes, it's very clear. You have a moment of clarity like, shit, you really are not going to be able to overcome this obstacle. Yeah. This, what they said, is 100% true. You have to look you got to do something else. So yeah, so, so then what? This is how I actually wound up in property management. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was at home um for my birthday. I always take my birthdays off and um I went to my um apartment office at the time and put in a work order and they I asked where was the leasing consultant and they yeah. said that they had to let her go cuz she was selling um, stuff out of the office, like literally selling <laughs> furniture, the office furniture. <laughs> she was in the property on it. She did, yeah. And then what? She just like buy something just, else cheaper and throw it in. She might have had a little um, drug addiction problem, but oh, so she was okay. selling like they would come in like lamps be gone. The furniture's just <laughs> right. Ridiculous. She wouldn't even replace it with something. No, cheaper. like <laughs> no, she just would sell it. Oh. They did this promotion oh, wow. where they were giving away free TVs if you signed a twelve month lease, and she sold like four of the TVs. <laughs> wow. So they were like, yeah, we had to let her go. I was like, oh, okay. And I left. And myself and the property manager at the time had become really good friends. Yeah. And she called me and was like, do you want to work here? You're so good at, you know, talking and everything. And I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Um, and it took them like a lot to, they changed their pay rate. They changed their hours. Cause I still wanted to keep staying at the, so they were doing like, they were trying, they were, trying, to, they were like pursuing, they you. were trying and pursuing. And the yeah. final thing that got me was that they, they said that there was a, a clothing allowance of $500 every six oh. months. Had they had a said that to begin with, I probably would have just, they wouldn't <laughs> have to do any of that other stuff they did, but you know, <laughs> their fault. <laughs> So that's uh, essentially 20. how I got into property management. And that was, um, gosh, about seven, almost eight years ago. But still, like with the property management stuff, though, like you still got to get up and walk around and like, yeah, you're but, on your feet a lot. Yeah, but see, I'm consistently moving. Okay, so so the, it's a standing still. That right. Was back for your it's back. when you're doing hair, you're in one, you're just standing there and you're standing for extended periods of time. Like, yeah, when, see, most men, they don't see what a lot of women go through. Like, yeah. I, when I'm doing highlights, I'm doing a whole head of highlights. That could take easily two, three hours at a time, depending on how many highlights I'm putting in the hair yeah. and how many different colors I'm doing. So that could take a longer period of time, whereas a men's haircut usually will take about an hour. Mine take a little bit more, a little bit longer because I add a little bit more finesse to my men's haircuts because yeah. I think men should be pampered just as much as women. There you are. go. <laughs> yeah, you guys should go to – he does a great job. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but when you're standing for that period of time, you're, you're just stationary. Yeah. So it can it can definitely cause some pain. Whereas property management, I'm moving a yeah. lot. And you've seen me in the office. I'm never not you don't, moving. Yeah, you don't sit down very often. No, no. Cause yeah. I don't I don't want to I'm I have a little bit of problem with that. I don't know how people just sit there and not do anything. But that like but that's what's so cool is like because I have I have a property manager right now. Yeah. And like he could be like you. Right. But he's just like it's almost like life beat him down. He had to take some position he didn't want. Right. He was forced into like, you know, some people have that like victim mentality. Yeah. Where it's like, I could have gone to Juilliard and right. then I could have been this awesome. Right. Like, and then you have all these options. Right. And like the cool thing is some personalities just like they put you mm-hmm. in as property management was like not glamorous. Right. And then all of a sudden you, you've taken that and put in your little Ruben spin on right. it. Right. So that's, 
that's what's fun is like mm -hmm. you're kind of the story for anybody listening to where mm -hmm. it's like your life can be whatever you make it. Yeah. Hannah Montana, I, I it's bad, but she has a, she had a song. It was actually the theme song to her that TV show, Hannah Montana. And the song was Life's What You Make It, So Let's Make It Rock. That is so very, very true. Yeah. You are given so many different things in life. Your life is never gonna be this cookie cutter cutout life. Like and yeah. even if you have that cookie cutter cutout life, trust me, there's some bumps and rows that you just don't want people to know about. There's uh -huh. some skeletons in that damn closet. Always. So <laughs> Take what you got, take what you take what you've been given in life and turn that into what you need it to be to yeah. make your life rock. Property management was absolutely the last thing that I was actually thinking about doing in my career field at all time ever. Yeah. Um, but it works for me. I, 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 I'm really a natural born salesman. My mom says that me and my older brother could sell anything. Uh -huh. Her daughters cannot. <laughs> <laughs> but me and my brother can. Um, and it just works for me. And my the company I work for now. I, while I, they do, they were not prepared for me to take the position that they gave me <laughs> <laughs> and do what I've done with it. Yeah. My, I definitely know from my and I've heard this from my corporate office that they're there. There's no other leasing consultant who does what I. Do. I would say not, I would honestly go as far as to say like seventy five to like maybe even higher percentage of the people that are at your apartments are because of you. I would agree with you on that because I hear that. <laughs> I've heard that if I ever leave, it's going to be like a mass exodus. What's well, like a, <laughs> a big part about like an apartment complex is I live in an apartment complex now Yeah. where they don't do, there's no gatherings. There's right. no, they don't put anything together. Yeah. And so you don't meet people. Right. And so like you have the same kind of mentality I have. Yeah. What's like, how do we connect? Well, like, my thing is, is that you're in an apartment. And the thing is, a lot of the way I think with people, they get in apartments and they feel like I'm in an apartment, so I don't really need to know my neighbors and they don't want to do anything like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a community. You live around these people for a lot, for 12 months at yeah, a time. Yeah, get to know longer. Them. You should get to know them. So for me, I create different parties and events, which allows people just to get to know each other at a neutral ground. It's literally like you're going to the bar just to hang out and meet people, but you're just going to your apartment clubhouse. But what's so fun is it's like I can tell that like your job where like this other guy, he yeah. just seems like he's bored out of his mind. Right. And it's like you have found a way mm -hmm. to create mm -hmm. your own fun in a situation where other people are like, There's, you can't. Like right. this industry, like it's boring, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, no, go to Ruben's apartment. Right. No, I and that's, again, but so, I think some of it has to do with just my background with yeah. me being in performing arts and everything and stuff like that. And just having no giving zero fucks about yeah, me that's out there a big and part of it. And acting a straight fool. I mean, there was there's been plenty. There's been a talk on the community how many hairstyles his room had, how many shoes does he actually have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There was a there was the very first pool party we had. I had five different wardrobe changes. Do you get that five hundred bucks <laughs> and just go spend it? Is it like does it have to be? Used well, for see, clothes? this company doesn't do that. I really oh. want this. My first company did that. So but this is different. This is different. But I have more than enough clothes okay. to to do this. But yes, I I mean I just it was a thing that I wanted to do for the pool party. The first one was to consistently have wardrobe changes. So you would <laughs> see me and 
for like an hour and then you i'd come back on be a completely totally different outfit and just like so very yeah. different from the first one so it was it's just a lot of fun it creates yeah. a lot it, it creates it creates conversation people want to know like again like really seriously even like another outfit change and just gets people talking around the whole pool while they're just having a good time and then when but, you add karaoke into it you just have a, and yeah. alcohol well, it's, it's just fun because you like the person you were almost like meant to be. So like, let's say you went to Juilliard. Yeah. It's almost like you look back and it kind of is like beneficial. Right. Because then you get to create the Ruben that like Ruben wants to create right. instead right. of Juilliard creates the Ruben that they want to create. Right. And then you start to get pushed down paths where it's like, yeah, you see a lot of these famous people and it's like, you can tell a lot of their soul just got sucked away from them. Yeah. Cause they had to sell and they had to do right. things in a certain right. way. Right. So it's like for you to go into situations and just mm -hmm. bring like, like you're letting you become you mm -hmm. and just like bringing positivity to every situation. Right. And, and I think so. I think you should always be a positive person because at the end of the day, um, frown lines are harder to get rid of. And I'm fighting, <laughs> I'm fighting age with everything I got. <laughs> so I'm always an upbeat person. Plus with me and property management, I always want someone, I think be, coming from a single family and then also my being um, a military brat, moving is difficult. And yeah. it's a lot. And I mean, just in your situation, when you, when I met you, I mean, you were moving and you were transitioning and everything and stuff like there was a lot of things going on with yeah. you. And I just could identify that and just was like, let me take this burden away from them. Uh -huh. and, and you could feel that. That And that's essentially what I want in my role. And I don't think a lot of people, some people just, some people look at it as just a job. Uh -huh. Whereas I'm looking at it as this is a lifestyle. I always tell people I create lifestyle choices. I don't create um, jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell that. Like, I could feel that. Yeah. It did feel like I went in and it was just like, hey, I'm going to like help take care of you. What are you looking for? Right. And then help get you into like a situation. Yeah. But then a big part of it was the culture. Yeah. Like you built a culture within this. Right. It was almost like going back to college. Yeah. Where it's like college had events and this and that. Right. And so like when you get older, it's harder to like we talked about on your you guys are gonna have to listen to the podcast with me and him. It's totally different if you go listen to our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like ours is just about dating and stuff. But for me, culture is a big thing. Right. And so I feel like a lot of people too, with now you've noticed with COVID, mm -hmm. people are missing a lot of like this connection. Right. And so it's almost like what you could bring to people now yeah. is like invaluable. Right. Right. You know? And that's what all that's all it's about. Yeah. Is just creating culture, giving people you know, a space or a place where they can just be them and just, you know, let loose, Yeah. you know, and be wild and free. So do you feel like, so when things happen, like the Juilliard thing mm -hmm. or like the second accident, and then you mm -hmm. got to give up like the salon life, right. how long do you dwell on things before you I don't on? dwell on things. So you don't, well, you don't? I don't dwell on things. It's, it's something that's always bothered my mother because I, things will bother me for about, I don't know, an hour, maybe the longest yeah. half a day. And then my mind switches into a survival mode yeah. and immediately starts creating a course of action to get past this. Okay. So things just don't bother me for a length of time that it does for other people. Yeah. And that's literally anything. So you're, you just have like resilience. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. something could happen. And a lot of people, because I feel like that's one thing too, where you and I related, because I was going through like a divorce. Mm -hmm. I was going through... Like my son had cancer. So right. we were both going through, it's like, and that's what I've realized is like, you didn't even seem like somebody that came across like you had issues. Like, yeah. but everybody's got issues. Yeah. And so some people just handle them differently. Right. 
but for you to like have the resilience and to still like put your best foot forward right it's it's helpful to other well, people. Well, also at the same token is in in business is as you are as you're in business, so you know you just you check your damn problems at the door. When mm-hmm. you get to work, you're here to work. You're not here to dwell on your fucking problems. No exactly. One, the person coming in doesn't want to hear your bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> of course they do. That's why they're that, right. <laughs> they want they want you to hear their what yeah. they're going through, but they, the last thing they want to hear is what you're going through. And you people don't get that. So I immediately I can be going through something and you're you're walking in and you'll never know it. Like I've been I've toured someone at, who I was super sick, like really sick right yeah. before they walked in. They walked in and I'm on. Yep. I'm ready to go. I'm showing them around and everything and stuff. Not like that. COVID though. Not COVID. No, not COVID. I was this was you know be pre-COVID. Yeah, this was back when we used to just like live life. Right, right. You know when we was just living our best life. Now yeah. we just living. Exactly. <laughs> so, but people, yeah, that's where people just don't want to hear that. So you have to be able to understand that and and hear what they're saying. Also, with me, I think in my field and also with my field of barbering in barber in beauty school, there's they actually teach you a course where you, it's like a therapist course uh-huh. whereas you have to understand that you are that person's therapist for that hour, whatever length of time they're with you. You really are. Right. So they yeah. teach you that. I yeah. Was that's a course do. that we go through. Okay. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, you tell your barber, your hairstylist, yeah. or your nail tech, a lot of it. they know they're like a bartender if people really want to find out some information about people either talk to the bartender or their barber <laughs> <That's so true. laughs> it's so they true. know a lot of information because you just feel like this is the safe space yeah so you have to learn you, they teach us how to hear what, okay. what's going on identify with it sympathize with it don't give in a lot of your personal experiences because they don't really care. Yeah. They want to they want you they want to hear, talk. They want to talk. They want to hear what you're what's what they're going through. They don't they could care less that you stumped your toes earlier <laughs> this morning. <laughs> right. So with that in property management, the same exact thing translates over for me. I have I think more people come to me and just talk about their personal experiences in their life and what's going on and do they just need some type of advice or just someone to confide in more than anything else. I uh, when my office used to be open on Sundays, that would be Ruben's therapy day. Right? I would people would just come in and just talk to me about any any problem they have. <laughs> they yeah. cry at my off at my desk. I mean, I help them through things. That's just how I am. That's cuz you got you got one of those inviting personalities. It says battery low. Oh, that How much longer do you think I got? I mean, well, we Let's click here and well, we, see. We don't have to worry. 6%. We don't have to worry about that. The cl- you the, can plug it in? Yeah. So they got chargers to charge this stuff? I, I need amazing. you to get That's off of amazing. Max. <laughs> get off Max job. Yeah, Apple. <laughs> All right. So like the point I was trying to make though with like the resiliency mm-hmm. and like what I think is so cool about like you is I feel like sometimes in my life something happens and I have dwelled. Right. And it's like I look back now and it's like when you look at yourself with like victim mentality, yeah. it doesn't do any – it's no good for you. Right. It's no good for the people around you. Right. And it's like if you – so for me, it's like I took like the church and I was like the church and this and that. And it's like you start to blame things. Yeah. But it doesn't like doesn't do any good. Yeah. And so if you would have taken this route, like, I can't do this now, or I didn't get this message to go to Juilliard, right. like, you really could have just t- turned mm-hmm. into, like, you could have been depressed. Yeah. You could still be in a wheelchair. Right. If you didn't have, like, I was listening to this podcast. Um, they were talking about COVID. Right. And they basically were talking to this guy, and they were saying, like, you're basically going to die. Right. 
And the guy was like, well, I want to go to like a Metallica concert. Right. So we started going to these Metallica concerts. Mm-hmm. And just because it was so exciting and fun, yeah. like the life started to come back in him. Yeah. And he fully healed like everything that was like wrong with him. Like right. he just got better. Yeah. And it's like for you, your leg was probably just part of like you heal yourself mm-hmm. with how like how you are as a person. Right. And so your energy just that and that's what's so sad about this COVID stuff is mm-hmm. you got people like in hospitals by themselves, they can't have family. Yeah. And the energy and love and everything that you can like you can have right. can heal you as a person. Yeah. And so that's what I think is cool about your story. Is you've had a lot of like here's moments where I could have dwelled. Mm-hmm. I could have like let my life go this way. Yeah. And then you went the other way. Yeah. I just don't do victim mentality yeah. very well. Like I my I have a sister. My older sister is totally victim mentality. Uh-huh. That's just how she is. It's always like woe is me. For her. We all know people like that. We all do. I mean, she's not the only person that I know that's like that. Yeah. But she's my she's I'm related to her. So, but for me. I just don't, I, I just can't do that. I've yeah. never been a person who can just sit there and be like, I'm the victim. I am, I'm like, I'm the way I look at it. I'm writing my story and I'll be damned if I'm writing a story where I'm the fucking victim. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. are you going to write your own damn story? And you made yourself out to be the victim. You can make yourself out to be the villain. Yeah. You can make yourself out to be the person, the hero. Yeah. You can make yourself out to be the damn car you drive it. But by God, please do not make yourself out to be the damn victim. You wrote the yeah. damn story. And that's, <laughs> and that's a part like, cause I'm sure you see this just as much as I do where it's this perspective thing. Right. And so you as an outsider looking in that like you've kind of overcome or you never had like victim mentality. Yeah. You can look at people and it's like they're ignorant to what that even means. Right. And so if you catch yourself saying certain things like if this had never happened or if like this or this or this, like you're looking at things, blaming those things. Right. And like I would just because I like my podcast to almost be like motivational. Yeah. And so for you just to use you as like an example of like, look at your life for what it is. Yeah. You like Ruben will probably have a million opportunities from here on out, but mm-hmm. there's going to be things that are obstacles. Right. And so if you're looking at your life right now mm-hmm. and you're saying, if only this, if only that, if, mm-hmm. if, if, mm-hmm. if, but, 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 but. Yeah. It's just, it's not a good way to live your life. No. Because you are where you are. Right. If you catch yourself doing that, try to do what Ruben's doing. I, one thing I always say is, is don't let your past dictate your future. Mm-hmm. All those things are in my past and they shaped me to who I am today, but I did not allow them to dictate my future or hinder me from my future. Yeah. You use them as stepping stones to get to where you want to be. If you, if you envision yourself on top of a mountain, then you can get to that Which top of that you mountain. you and I are climbing Pikes Peak at some point. That's not real. He's <laughs> been trying. It's not real. I'm afraid That's of heights, y'all. <laughs> it's not real. But if you envision yourself yeah. on this proverbial mountain, <laughs> then you can utilize these things that have happened to you to get to that point. Yeah. And I'm because I'm never saying that you're never that you should never be a victim or anything like that. We all everybody's walk of life is different yeah. and everybody goes through different things. Um, but just don't let them hinder you. Yeah. And don't let them miss make you miss out on opportunities. Cause I could have done that. Just as you said, I could have done that. I could have took my not having Julia or not or the car accident or this or um beauty school, not being able to do that, or the fact that I didn't win American Idol. 
American Idol. <laughs> 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 um, I could have used all of those and yeah. been and just be like, well, you know, that, that's that, it for me. But the other thing is it's like one thing that I think you and I both have, it's like you have obstacles. Like I'm 38 and I started this podcast. Right. And it's like, I don't know that we go into something thinking like, I want to be famous. Maybe we do. Yeah. But we keep dreaming. Yeah. And it's like until the day you die. Why not let yourself dream? Right. Like, why not just put yourself out there and go after something that seems impossible? Right. Because when you had a paralyzed leg, mm -hmm. people were telling you, like, hey, this is it. Your, your leg's done. Yeah. And you saw, like, uh, hey, look, I'm walking. Right. And so that's how I feel like life is. Yeah. And people put these, like, limiting beliefs on you. Right. And when you hear it enough times, like, hey, this is what you're capable of. This is what you're capable of. This, right. You start to believe it. Yeah. And if you could take a step out of it and really just like look at yourself, yeah, you're so much more capable of doing like right. amazing things than you think. Yeah. And that's why it's cool that like you started your podcast and you still like you still have ambitions to hit the goals that you had originally. Mm -hmm. It's just maybe gonna happen in a roundabout way. Yeah. And maybe you like your dream is already like playing out because mm -hmm. you're living the life you want just through like property management. Right. Right. There's always different routes. You, the route that you plan to get to somewhere isn't necessarily the route that you're going to always take. Yeah. Um, so, you know, life is a twisting road. Just ride it and you're going to hit some bumps along the way. And, but keep on going. The engine, if yeah. the engine's, you, you're the engine. If it's still running, keep, why, why are you stopping? Exactly. You know, so that's just my, I, I just, I just always am a person that's going to keep going. I, I want to be on Forbes at some point in my life. There you go. And, um, I, through my accomplishments, that's where it's like, we were just talking on the, uh, Raphael on the podcast we just did. He said he wants to create a legacy and yep. everything. I'm the same exact way. I want to have a legacy and that's for maybe Forbes is part of my legacy. Yep. You know, and that's cool. And like to put that out there, it's like law of attraction type thing. Yeah. Where you, like you said, you see yourself on a mountain. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I was working with this girl, Meredith. She was kind of like a life coach. Yeah. So you'd write a three-year vision. Right. And so you'd, you'd supposed to read that vision like every morning, every night. Yeah. Which I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so, but you redo your vision too. Right. Right. And so if you have a vision and you like see it and you write it out, yeah. then you work towards it even like subconsciously. Right. And so it's very important to create like a dream. Yeah. You have a dream life. And then let's say your dream life is like you want to be on Forbes. Right. Or like you want to climb like Pikes Peak or whatever it is. Yeah. And then in the morning you wake up and you don't do one thing to get towards that goal. Right. Then it's you. You have to rethink your life. Right. And the decisions you're making. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's 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 an uphill battle. But life is an uphill battle. Yeah. But take it with a stride. Do it with grace. And look good while doing it. If you get back up, if you fall, <laughs> if you fall, get back up and look sickening while you do it. Like, I'm just saying, make sure that you look, you is killing the motherfucking game <laughs> when you get back up. Because I've always said, the world likes to see someone fall, but they love a comeback. Yep. And that's the way I look at it. I've had a lot of falls and everything, but 
just as you've said now, you you just you're hearing my story and everything. Yeah. How you're hearing it, you like to hear the comeback. The world loves a comeback more than they like to see someone fall. So if you fall in, that's fine. Get back up, look sickening, do it, and kill the motherfucking comeback. Perfect. <laughs> well, I think we'll end there. That's a good ending right there. I appreciate Ruben for coming on. Yes, sir. Um, Thank like you for I, having me. Yeah, like I said, check out his podcast. It's in the shower. Um, you'll see if you scroll through. He's like popping his head out the shower yes i'm all buttered up and, and soap and everything on my eyes were burning in that photo actually so <laughs> and i'm gonna po- I'll post a picture on my social media of him and i so you know what he looks like mm-hmm. but his podcast really good i just did one like i said with him where we go over kind of dating and then he had there was three of us and the other guest we were kind of talking about dating and just different perspectives people have Yep. And so anything you want to add to your podcast or anything to follow? Anything um, like that? No, just, yeah, definitely take a look at mine um, in the shower. And uh, like, it's, like you said, you'll see my head pop out. Um, and ho- <laughs> if you guys have anything to say, you guys can email me. It's in the bio. Um, and just shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you guys. All right, perfect. Thanks, guys. Love you.